A farmer's time is valuable. That's why Blaine's Farm and Fleet has made shopping for your must-haves quick and easy. Simply order online at farmandfleet.com and pick up your items in just one hour in their convenient drive-thru. Or try Farm and Fleet's same-day local delivery option. The AM The Zone. Spreading farm information and occasionally manure. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Yonke. Woo-wee! We have got a hot day coming up today, and it looks like it's going to stretch towards the weekend. Hard to believe that it is just the 12th day of May. Good morning, everyone. I'm Farm Director Pam Yonke. Glad you're along with us. Boy, I will be curious to see what Stumach, our ag meteorologist, has to say about this. The revised forecast that I'm looking at now not only means 90-degree temperatures today, tomorrow, and also possible on Friday. Yesterday, the Madison area broke a record with 90 degrees. And like I said, it looks like a lot of folks are joining us on that trend today. Cloudy skies on the way today. There is a heat advisory out for a good chunk of south-central Wisconsin, northern Illinois. 90 the expected high. Tomorrow, sunshine and 90 degrees. Friday, another warm one. 86 are expected high. And a good chance of a thunderstorm developing on Friday afternoon. Then we kind of pivot. Saturday, looking for partly cloudy skies and 78. Sunday, cloudy skies with some afternoon showers and 70 degrees. Like I said, we'll find out what Stu's got to say about the weather 15 minutes down the road or so. We're also being joined this morning by Zach Bowers from Everag. Uh, Dairy markets yesterday responded favorably to an announcement from President Biden out of Kankakee, Illinois, that he's going to try to support production agriculture to help feed the world. More on that story coming your way this morning as well. If you're interested in a rewarding career with a strong Wisconsin company, Rural Mutual Insurance is looking to add to their growing team of successful employees and agents. Apply online today at ruralmutual.com slash careers. Rural Mutual Insurance, keeping Wisconsin strong. Rural America is struggling. Roads are in tough shape. Bridges are in tough shape. Even rural health, and it has been a challenge for quite a while as rural hospitals have had to close down. Can we find doctors to service the people in the rural areas? And uh, Pam, rural health is going to be a challenge for quite a while in this country. That's right, Bob. Fabulous Farm Bay Pam Yankee at the southern end of the world's longest barn in Madison. I talked about all those subjects and more with Tim Size. He's the executive director of the Wisconsin Rural Healthcare Cooperative. Basically, it encompasses the state of Wisconsin with special emphasis on what's happening in rural communities. You know, you can't help but think what's been going on in a lot of our rural communities during the pandemic, from the challenge to try to get people vaccinated right on through to trying to take care of those that might have become infected with the virus. Tim Size says that the story in rural communities is the same as what we have been seeing in urban city centers. There is a lack of qualified labor to try to take care of those that need it. We talked a little bit more about not just those short-term challenges, but the long-term challenges that healthcare in Wisconsin across the nation is facing. It's um, not only nurses, doctors, but almost every other discipline, lab techs, uh, nursing assistants, physical therapists, what have you. I, I would say workforce probably is our number one, two, and third priority and will be 
for a long time. Uh, the pandemic um, last winter when all our hospitals were filled and um, people had to spend time in hallways and emergency rooms and they couldn't be transferred to other hospitals when that was the better thing to do. That's actually just a small taste of what we will have if we don't get a lot more serious about the shortages that have started. Um, they started uh, with the pandemic, but the, over the long haul, it's, it's not the virus that we, we have the problem with. It's, it's people like me, uh, aging baby boomers. Mm -hmm. And w what happens is we're just a huge generation that's beginning to rapidly leave work into retirement. Mm -hmm. And about the same time, we unfortunately also start to see our own health care needs mm -hmm. rise two, three, four, five, six times. Mm -hmm. um, so I, I work with several groups statewide, and, and our best data, and it's conservative data, in other words, we, we made assumptions that, if anything, mean our forecasts are, are too, too conservative. Um, using nursing as an example, but only as one example, and it's a very large group of people, so it's probably the one most people would want to start with. By 2035, which is just around the corner in terms of preparing people to work in healthcare, we're expecting a shortage of 16,000 registered nurses just in Wisconsin. And so the historic problems rural has had um, are going to be a statewide urban and rural problem. And it's going to, as you might expect, it's going to be harder, more difficult for rural. For us to fix that problem, we need like a Marshall Plan like they did after World War II in Europe, because uh, we really need our schools to increase output of nursing like by 50%, like starting yesterday. Uh, it's an extremely serious issue that I don't think enough people are aware about. So all, all the challenges we had last winter when people couldn't get into the hospital uh, are gonna be a lot worse unless we really take seriously this, this new, it's not a new challenge, but it's, it's been predicted for a long time because we've known about the baby boomers for a long time. But we really have to speed up our response. You know, sometimes uh, rural health care makes headlines when the president announced uh, additional funding, maybe even on the state scene additional funding. That's been happening fairly regularly for the past two years. Does that make any dent in the needs of the rural health care system, Tim? No. Um, what, it, what it did was fill the holes that came very quickly in our rural hospital budgets when we had to stop, needed to stop doing a whole lot of elective procedures to make sure there was room ready when, when the hospitalizations from the virus hit. And we did that. We did that in a voluntary way here in Wisconsin. And so enormous amounts of revenue that normally would have been coming in on, uh, from elective work went away. At the same time, huge new new expenses came related to all the protective equipment and testing and then in, increased staff staffing costs as many staff got sick and they we had to pay overtime for others um, to work. So basically, while well, we're really grateful for the federal and state funds that came to us over the last two years, they really just kind of worked to keep, a, keep us where we would have been without uh, COVID. Um, but it doesn't really do with the long-term under, uh, underlying problems that rural hospitals have. Rural hospitals, as you 
you and many of your listeners know, have been closing in large numbers for the last 10 years. Luckily, in Wisconsin, we've avoided that. I think we've had one, one rural hospital closed. But we're not immune from, from gravity or other basic forces. So the problem is um, Medicare payments tend to be inadequate, and that's a big, big payer for rural communities, given that our communities are older than, than most of the state. It, we also have seen kind of ironically um, uh, private health insurance plans um, have gotten very, very aggressive at a time where they made and have been making record profits. Um, I, it's one of our other high agenda items is that we, we believe that Wisconsin communities deserve rural health care, and we want those health plans to be a better partner with us. And right now, many of them are not. Mm. Um, so payment, payment's a big issue. Aging wake, workforce, uh, inflation that all of our sectors are experiencing. Um, the people have retired earlier to replace them is it, it, not been easy. Um, so we have, we have major revenue problems. We have rate, major cost problems. And I know many of your listeners would say, yeah, um, I, I, uh, we're the same way, and I'm, a, I'm not in health care. Um, I, I think that what's unique about health care is we ha have a, like a double tsunami. We, like everybody, people are retiring. But in health care, when people retire, they, they, as I said earlier, they start using more health care. Mm -hmm. And so it is kind of like a, a, a double hit. Sure, sure. Uh, Tim Size is along with us, Executive Director of the Rural Wisconsin Health Cooperative. I've got to ask your perspective, Tim, after uh, your years' involvement with rural health care, is there a mental change-up that has to be recognized about providing rural health care versus an urban metropolitan city center? Do we have different attitudes different beliefs, different uh, takes on health care in the rural community versus the folks that live in town, especially when you look at uh, striking differences on vaccination rates like pen the like the COVID. Yeah, it's, you know, it's, it's, I'm actually giving a talk this afternoon uh, about how in urban Wisconsin and rural Wisconsin, we often use different words to say similar things, or we just simply have different ideas. Uh, about similar words. So it's a very important question. I, I think when I think of rural, um, I really think there are many, many strengths, and we've kind of, kind of been talking about some of the, the negatives, but there's strengths where um, neighbors and relationships really matter. Uh, you know, when you're in a rural hospital, you're frequently being taken care of by people you know. Um, primary care, uh, access to it um, is understood to be important. In, in rural, we, we tend to fight to make sure that uh, we keep a decentralized healthcare system that's out there for our rural communities. Um, so I, I don't see rural as better or worse, urban better as worse. It's, it's just that the context is different. We actually partner, I think, well with urban hospitals. We need them for their super specialized care. Uh, they need us to provide uh, good quality care in local communities around the state. So we work very closely together. The co-op works very closely with the hospital association and other statewide groups. But I've never been more proud in my whole career than I have been the last two years seeing 
and the heroic response of, of my colleagues around the state uh, with what has just been an awful situation. Um, and I, I know people have worked hard and well in urban, but I, I think uh, when I see day in and day out what my colleagues are doing, often with more limited resources, it just makes me proud to be part of Wisconsin's uh, rural health um, scene. Interesting. Yeah, not the last time that we'll talk with Tim Seitz. He's the executive director. Rural Wisconsin Health Cooperative, are you paying attention to what's happening in your community as far as health care? Uh, like we said, a lot of it starts with staffing, but Tim pointed out a lot of other challenges that rural health care providers have to try to overcome somehow. And he is acting as one of the cohesive networks bringing those conversations together. Again, Tim Seitz, executive director, Rural Wisconsin Health Cooperative. If you'd like to find out more, their website, rwhc.com and perhaps a great uh, opening conversation in your local community. From the southern end of the world's longest barn in Madison, I'm Farm Director Pam Yonke. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Yonke. Got chronic pain? Not having success with steroids but trying to avoid surgery? Well, thankfully, there's a better way, and it's now available here from the medical professionals at QC Kinetics. I'm talking about new therapies, advanced all-natural regenerative treatments that not only just give you relief, but also can restore and repair damaged tissue for long-lasting relief. If you've got joint pain due to arthritis, knee pain, hip pain, shoulder pain, don't just think the old ways of dealing with pain are the only ways. You need to learn more about these new biological therapy solutions. Call now for a free consultation. QC Kinetics, 608-319-1750. These remarkable new treatments increase mobility, decrease pain, and help restore tissue. They actually encourage your body to heal itself. Call now and learn more about these restorative, regenerative, and revolutionary alternatives. Don't wait. Call today. QC Kinetics, 608-319-1750. That's 608-319-1750. Hi, I'm Julie Bowen for the March of Dimes, asking you to help save premature babies. As a mother of three healthy boys, it makes me sad to think that more than a million babies around the world die every year because they're born too soon, and that our country has one of the highest rates of infant death of any developed country. Let's work together for stronger, healthier babies. Visit MarchofDimes.com to find out how you can make a difference in your community and around the world. Hi, it's Preston from Window World. Our diverse and flexible financing options make new windows and doors affordable and stress-free. Insulate those freezing bedrooms, enjoy a crystal clear view, and be the house that people point at when they're looking for trendy new window and door ideas. Our financing makes it all possible and without worry. We will find a plan that works for you. Call me today or visit windowworldmadison.com. Sows, cows, plows. Heck, anything connected to farming's on the menu here. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. Jeepers, here we go. Already the 12th of May. And at times in Wisconsin, we have talked about the possibility of frost, even snow on the ground. This part of May, today we're talking about record-breaking heat. Stumacher, Ag Meteorologist, along with us. And that's a trend that we've been Hitting already this week. Yesterday, Madison hit a, another record-breaking, I think they said 90 or something like that? 91 at Madison, a new record at Lacrosse yesterday at 90. Mm. 
this is this is just amazing. You know, I guess it's always one of those deals. If you're a farm kid, you keep looking at when the shoe is going to drop. You know, when things are going to change. That's not happening until at least the weekend, huh? Yeah, and even then, it's not going to be a major cold snap. We're not going to have a really huge swing in those temperatures. But it seems pretty sizable when you think about 90s, and we'll probably do that again today, low 90s for highs, because low pressure is out to the west, a system that, uh, the way it looks now, is going to head almost directly north, up through the western Dakotas, up into Canada. So the warm front that extends from Iowa, southeast Minnesota, into Wisconsin, the front that resulted in some thunderstorm activity in northeast Wisconsin early this morning, development pulling away from the lakeshore, Manitowoc, Two Rivers, that area, and all the way up to the UP of Michigan. Some of that activity does become a possibility with that warm front nearby. And even as a cool front extends our way and means more rain chance later Friday or Friday night, that front kind of lingers in the area, keeping that chance of rain alive even into the weekend. A very isolated shower or thunderstorm could pop up on Saturday or on towards Sunday. Not going to be real widespread, not a great threat. But a chance just kind of continues, and the cooler air builds in around all of this. Believe it or not, next week, daytime highs only in the 60s look like they return. So it's going to seem like a big cool down. I'll have forecast details right after this. My name is Cameron Olson, owner of Olson Solar Energy. Wisconsinites love local. Uh, We love buying local. We love knowing who we're buying from. Uh, And that's what we were able to offer to them. We keep hearing, I've really thought about solar for a long time. I'm finally able to do it because I've got a local person that I can trust. The more you know about solar, the better. But I think the most important thing is knowing who to work with. And that's us. Go to OlsonSolarEnergy.com and start saving. Go green, save green with Olson Solar Energy. Are you protecting investments on your farm? BioVet's CAF program has been supporting calf health and growth for more than 30 years. BioVet CAF supplements provide your newborn calves with energy, hydration, and beneficial microbials to support healthy calves. Healthy calves make productive cows. Call BioVet today and learn how an investment in your calf's health returns an investment in your future and your farm's profits. Call 1-800-BIOVET-1. That's 1-800-B-I-O-V-E-T-1. All righty, Stu, I don't really know how much detail we need about the forecast today, except uh, if you've got to be out in it, we really have to make sure we're taking care of ourselves, taking care of those animals. Yeah, uh, hydrate, hydrate, hydrate. There you go. That's the important one. Mostly sunny and hot today. A lot of low 90s expected. In pushing upper 90s today and the south winds at 5 to 15 but that system is out there there's a slight chance there could be a shower or storm say at lacrosse late today uh, more likely happening later tonight almost anywhere with the clear sky and that chance of rain late upper 60s for nighttime lows south winds at 5 to 15 it's friday that showers and even thunderstorms develop I'd say toward midday, lacrosse and Moss, and later in the day, further east and south. Still in the mid or upper 80s for highs, with the south winds at 5 to 15. Scattered showers and storms Friday night linger into Saturday. I'd say rain amounts probably in that quarter to half inch range, the possibility with this one. Saturday, the rain ending, some sunshine, still close to 80. And by Sunday, in the lower 70s, and then down in the 60s into next week, 
midweek, Pam, we could be somewhere down around 64 degrees or so for a daytime high. Yeah, like you said, that is actually a little bit, 20-degree swing could be a little bit of a shock, but I'll take that versus what we're going to be going with today, especially for the 12th of May. Thanks, Stu. Yeah, take, a lot, be, lot better working weather. Yeah, see ya. no kidding. All right, we'll see you later, buddy. Stu Mockrag, meteorologist with the weather details that you're looking for. Uh, like we said, today's one of those days you're going to have to exercise good common sense. Make sure that you are preparing before you head out to the fields. Check on one another. Check on the elderly. And, of course, as always, please make, ter- make sure you're taking care of those animals. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. Gear up for spring with a trip to Blaine's Farm and Fleet. We've got an unbeatable selection of ag products to keep your farm moving along, like 50-pound bags of ProForce Fuel Horse Feed or 50-pound bags of ProForce Senior. Your choice, $2 off. Protect your horse from biting insects with masks from Farnham. Choose from Supermask Classic Arab with ears, Horsefly Control with ears, and Supermask XL without ears. Your choice, $3 off. Save on 50-pound bags of Agrimaster 16% layer pellets, now $2 off. Bring salt into your animal's diet with a 50-pound white salt block from Champion's Choice, on sale $5.99. Get your workspace organized with a welded storage rack from Edsel, priced at $299.99. And while you're shopping, check out this new product at Blaine's. It's GE 100-watt ceramic heat lamps, more durable, energy-efficient, and long-lasting than traditional heat lamps, only $12.99. For superior products, trust the experts at Blaine's Farm and Fleet. This is the story of Daniel, who was born two months early. His lungs weren't ready. His heart wasn't ready. His parents could only hope that one day he would leave the hospital healthy, and they would all live happily ever after. Daniel's is just one of the more than 500,000 stories of babies born prematurely last year. You can help the March of Dimes stop premature birth and bring more babies home healthy. Learn how at marchofdimes.com. Working together for stronger, healthier babies. Are you ready for the next generation of body sculpting? A skincare minute with skincare expert Michelle Neeson. Current body shaping devices have addressed unwanted stubborn fat and skin laxity. But what if we want more muscle strength and toning? MSculpt is our new body sculpting device at Rejuvenation Clinic of Sauk Prairie that uses high-intensity electromagnetic contractions with a 30-minute treatment described as equivalent to 20,000 crunches. MSculpt is approved for abdomen, arms, thighs, and calves. And it's also the world's first non-invasive butt toning and lifting procedure. MSculpt is a safe, effective addition to any workout program. The possibilities are endless. Let your natural beauty shine through. View our specials at rejuvenationclinicofsaukprairie.com. When they love you enough to tell you you need a breath mint, that's family. At Mad City Moving, we're locally owned and family run. We're not afraid to tell each other the truth and make sure every job is done right. This is Brenda from Mad City Moving. We call that the family knows best move. Mad City Moving dominates any move. Their crew will handle your things well, like your things deserve to be handled. Online at madcitymoving.com. Let's ride bikes. 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 Busy professionals don't have time to deal with bike shops. 
I'm Andy Q, owner of the Bike Mobile. Avoid the hassle of dragging your bicycle to the shop. Ask your employer if the Bike Mobile can visit your office for a bicycle tune-up day for you and your coworkers. The Bike Mobile is a mobile bicycle repair van that comes to you at home or at work. Book your appointment today at thebikemobile.com and let's ride bikes. This looks like a car. Has tires, headlights, a hood, windshield wipers. The doors look like car doors. Open like them too. There's a front seat and back seat, steering wheel. 99.9% of the time, this would be a car, but it's not. This is a bedroom. Anita Washington's for five weeks. There are people like Anita all across Dane County. And because the need is there, so are we. This year, we'll provide Anita and other women, children, and men with nearly 20,000 nights of shelter. Just one part of more than $1.4 million in food, clothing, furniture, and other goods and services we provide. We're St. Vincent de Paul, helping our neighbors in need. Hustle up, we've got eight more floors to go before lunch. Sarusha's window washing business is reaching new heights. Wipe, wipe, and let's roll. They need more certified cleaners to keep online reviews crystal clear. Team, I know we're hustling, but watch for streaks. Candace, can you give me a hand over here? Indeed can help them hire great people fast. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. Our hiring platform instantly connects you with quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your job description. Visit indeed.com slash credit and get $75 towards your first sponsored job. Terms and conditions apply. A hundred percent for a fact. I know this guy wouldn't have thrown a no hitter if that was the same situation where it was Rays versus Brewers. Yeah. I guarantee it. We've saw last year Corbin Burns have an opportunity for a no hitter. Adrian Hauser had an opportunity for a no hitter. And I mean, that was just off the top of your head last year. And, And the funniest thing about this is Reed Detmers is a young pitcher. Again, he was making his 11th career start. You're talking about holding back a guy like Corbin Burns who went on and was like, what, one out away from qualifying for the Cy Young vote uh, two seasons ago? Correct. Won the Cy Young last year? Correct. He was 27 years old last year. He's in the prime of his career. Brandon Woodruff last year, he's 28 <laughs> years old. He's in the prime of his career. Adrian Hauser is, I believe, 28 years old. He's in the prime of his career. Every single pitcher for the Milwaukee Brewers right now currently, and with how old they are, you could consider them either about to go into their prime or in their prime, and yet you're still holding those two type of guys back. Well, how about this? How about a guy who was like just kind of out of his prime but still really good at what he does? Clayton Kershaw had a perfect game going rowdy, and he was pulled by Dave Roberts with 80 pitches. Remember that? That just happened not too and long ago this season. That was in April. Yeah. That was just a couple months ago. It's a unbelievable. Month ago. Yeah. I, I don't get it. Don't and get even it. like Joe Madden's a guy that's, that's known for pulling stunts and doing some funky things and trying different things. He even let the guy go out there. Yeah. I bet you counsel. If he was watching that game, there's no way he There's was, no cr- way. He was cringing. Just, Oh, just stewing in it. And and the funniest thing ever is just look at and what I the Brewers you, did. Look at what the Brewers did last night. You had bases loaded. Devin Williams could not find the strike zone. Josh Hader was obviously available. He came in and pitched in the ninth. But you are so gung-ho on the fact that Josh Hader is only a one-inning closer at this point. You didn't even think about bringing him in 
for a four-out save? No. You didn't even think about it. Right, After he had Colin Moran, who is historically <laughs> with the Pirates, and now I guess you could say in game one of this series with the Reds, has been a Brewer killer. The guy hasn't been very great in his career, but he'll hit home runs against the Brewers. Right, the bubble wrap doesn't come off till the ninth inning, okay, for Josh Hader. Tyler Naquin, another left-hander. You had two left-handers when your setup man couldn't find the strike zone, and last time I checked, Josh Hader throws the ball with his left hand. Yep. And he's really good at what he does. And he's been the best reliever in baseball since he was uh, in, since 2018. Devin Williams definitely made it interesting last night. I'll give him that. But Not no, in a good way. No, you let Devin Williams walk Colin Moran so they score a run. And then you allow him to pitch to Tyler Naquin, who, yes, g- hits a double. And all of a sudden it's 5-4. But the... The cherry on top here is that you're still messing around. You don't say, hey, let's go get the big gun from let's let's go end this with a no, kill they're shot gonna with get Josh the, They're going to get the pea shooter. Yeah, let's bring in Luis, Luis Perdomo, a guy that was making his second appearance, a guy that does not come in in that type of situation. Let's bring out the Red Rider BB gun instead of the hand cannon that is Josh Hader. Where are you rating Luis Perdomo on this Brewers <laughs> pitching staff or bullpen he's clearly behind josh Hader. he's clearly behind devin williams he's clearly behind uh brad boxberger he's a guy that's a low trevor gotts ahead of him right now he's a low leverage reliever nope let's bring him in luckily luis 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 makes a diving play saves the brewers and craig council or, from embarrassment but, but against I'll still the have to listen to people on social media tell you how, well, it's only the 32nd game of the season. Oh, that game doesn't even <laughs> that. that game doesn't even matter. That doesn't matter. Yeah, but they're the same effing people that'll call in tomorrow and say, well, the Brewers lost uh, to a series to the Reds. The, that's unacceptable. The Reds are the worst team. Well, they you, had an oppor- you had an opportunity to bring in your big gun last night and secure it when it was five to one. Mm. It was still a safe situation. Mm. It doesn't make any sense. Rowdy? Preach, then, brother Rowdy. Then they'll say the same thing. It's like, oh, say the Cardinals end up passing the Brewers and, and they end up winning the division by one game. Oh, they should have pitched Nader in the, in the eighth inning with two outs. Oh, I can't believe they blew that and they lost by one game. Yeah, well, you didn't care about game 32 against the Reds. <laughs> well, I'm curious. The phone line's blowing up. Let's see who was on. Line one, good morning. Who's this? Hey, yep. this is Tom. Hey, Tom. What's up, brother? All right. That last that last rant from Rowdy was, was epic. I know, he, he's got some good ones in him, doesn't he? That was a good one from Rowdy. I, I loved it. If you've ever driven a tractor, you are her friend. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Yonke. Well, if you're going to be outside today, make sure that you're taking measures to protect yourself. Sunscreen, big brim hat, and of course, a lot of fluids. It is going to be another record-breaking warm day today. Not warm, flat-out hot. Partly cloudy skies, 90 are expected high. Partly cloudy tomorrow, 90. Friday, partly cloudy, 86. Yes, and today is the 12th day of May. So, 12th day of May, what things can I point out to you today? Back in 1941, the world's first programmable, fully automatic computer is presented to the world. Now, this is 1941. It was called the Z3, and it was designed by a German inventor. Problem was that it was destroyed in an air raid. Remember, this would have been the time that World War II was going on. But it happened on this day back in 1941. On this day in 1982, a Spanish priest tried to assassinate Pope John Paul II. 
He opposed reforms from the Second Vatican Council and believed that the Pope was a communist agent. The good news, Pope John Paul II escaped with just minor injuries, happened on this day back in 1982. And on this day in 2008, a massive earthquake in China, magnitude 7.9, it left more than 69,000 people dead. It was considered the deadliest earthquake in China since 1976. Happened on this day back in 2008. Happy birthdays. Well, today, happy birthday to Homer Simpson, who's 66 years old. And now you know. Time again for our Alcivia Co-op Talk. Remember, uh, it is a company that covers the state of Wisconsin, getting farmers started on the right foot. You can always find out more from cash green bits right on down to who you can connect with on the local scene. Go to alcivia.com. And my guest today is Greg Springer. He is the agronomy sales technician. He's located down in southeast Wisconsin, but he's keeping a bead and eye on all of the inputs that farmers are going to be looking for. Real quick here in the growing season of uh, 2022. I know, Greg, you know, everybody feeling the pressure to get going. One thing I think a lot of growers are also wondering, how are supplies looking? Let's start off first off with uh, those pre-emerge chemicals that we are going to rely on where we can, depending on how long it takes us to get into those fields. How are some of your chemistries looking this year, Greg, as far as availability across all of your territories? Uh, chemistry, for the most part, especially on pre-emergers, is sitting really well. We have a lot of that moved out in the countryside for guys that are doing their own applicating, and we have a lot in-house on the pre-side of things. Um, and then I know everyone's big thing is was the Roundup last fall, and you know some of the chemistry stuff kind of is getting kind of tight. But we just have to be really fluid with the situation, be in touch with your provider on, hey, what can we get? Um, do we have an issue with something? Can we we switch to something? Um, we've been pretty good about being able to do that so far this year. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the other thing is with the way the Roundup situation was that we placed a lot of premixed products like a Halex GT or an Acron GT on a lot of farms already. So if we do get them bind, whether it's we get caught by rain and can't get the pre on um, on the corn, um, a lot of those Halex and Acron products, we can just move the rates around in one pass um, early post on that, and we've had a lot of good luck with that. Um, and then on the bean side of things, same thing. Oh, we might get caught. Who knows? The windows look like they're going to be pretty small this year. Um, brought a lot of older chemistry in that well, it doesn't quite work like it used to when it was being used as a one-pass system on beans, but um, allows us to go in very early, um, post emerge on those beans, and just get us a little bit of residual to open up our window for our second pass, which and be relatively cost-effective. Yeah, right. That's something else you've got to keep in mind. Now, the other good thing that you were pointing out, Greg, and sometimes people forget, you guys have been laying in supplies since basically last fall. Uh, You may not see it when you walk into the warehouse at your location, but you guys have that inventory stashed at multiple locations all across the state, don't you? Yes, yes. I was just on the phone this morning, and we're looking for a little bit of COC oil to get done, and 
Well, we're probably going to have to run up to Evansville to get it, but hey, they got a pile of it sitting there, so <laughs> it works out in our favor. Yep, good, good. You know, the other thing that a lot of people might be a little nervous about, it's been making the news, nitrogen availability, Greg. Uh, uh, you know, we're trying to manage that very valuable resource as best we can because it's so cotton-picking expensive. Then there was some conversation about the rail lines backing off on volume. You still feel pretty good as far as Alcivia's position in that. Yeah, we took a very... Uh, I'd say a large and strong position last fall, actually last summer on um, nitrogen, whether it was urea or 32%. Um, and I think we're sitting really good on it at the moment. I know we're full and I know the big tank up in Evansville is full. I know a lot of our buildings are full of urea. So I don't, no matter what kind of source of nitrogen you use, I know we're sitting extremely well at the moment. Um, a lot of just where our geolocation is here with um, the south, branches pulling a lot of product off the Illinois River or out of Dubuque when it comes to nitrogen. And then the guys up north um, in Duran, they're, they're going to be pulling off the Mississippi to the north there. It gives us a lot of options. We don't really have to rely on rail as much when it comes to nitrogen. Um, I do know some of my colleagues that work in other parts of the country that, you know, that's how they get a lot of their 32 mm-hmm. in during in season. But we do a lot of trucking. So the biggest problem is, is making sure we got truck drivers, which luckily <laughs> – here in the last week or two, we've been doing the H-2A program for the last couple of years, and our um, South Africans are very hard workers have started showing up. So I think we're trucking shortage, trucker shortage is going to start getting a little less short, but we're always looking for drivers. Yep, absolutely. I understand that. Well, good news for anybody that's working with Alcivia then this spring. It sounds like the supplies are there waiting for the weather to cooperate, and like Greg said, even feeling pretty good about their transportation situation all the way around. That's Greg Springer. He's the agronomy sales technician with Alcivia. He is located in uh, southeast Wisconsin, but again, as he said, it's a coordinated map across the state with all the Alcivia locations working together together to provide you what you need when you need it. As always, you want to get connected, go to alcivia.com. And that's your Alcivia Co-op Update. Soil health. It's the top priority at Midwestern BioAg. It's the first thing they consider with every product at every step. It's designed to build healthy, biodiverse soils to support healthy soil, resilient crops, and higher yields. Midwestern BioAg offers biological fertilizers to optimize yields during the growing season, all the while building healthy soil for the future. To learn what a Midwestern BioAg program can do for you, visit MidwesternBioAg.com. Midwestern BioAg. Better farming through better soil. Well, there's a lot of plants responding to all the heat around the state of Wisconsin, including our Wisconsin asparagus crop. Talked about it yesterday with Ed Burrs from Burrs Berry Patch down in Barneveld. He said it looked like it was going to, going to be a slow start for the asparagus season, but he said suddenly with all this heat, it's gone from 0 to 100 as far as the picking process is concerned. We went from pretty much just seeing a few things poking out of the ground this weekend and now Kathy was actually out yesterday picking it for the first time. And usually when it's 80, 85, 90 degrees like this, we'll pick it twice a day. The step will grow, you know, 10, 12 inches in a day. Um, and that, that seems to be the case. I looked at it last night again. She had picked it yesterday around noon. Last night, again, it could have been picked again. So first thing this morning, we'll get out there and pick it. And as far as longevity, um, usually the month of May is when we pick it through maybe the first week of June in a normal year. Well, we started about the 10th of May this year. Um, so I would say it's going to push us to the middle of June this year of picking 
So the season itself will probably, I would say, would probably be a kind of a normal season, and uh, especially next week with the weather kind of getting back to more normal-type temperatures. Um, that's where we're looking at with the asparagus. Ed Burrs from Burrs Berry Patch in Barneville. So good news for us asparagus lovers. And remember, something to keep an eye out for at your local farmer's market. Or if you do have a grower, make sure you're getting on their list. Markets yesterday in Chicago responded positively temporarily after the president announced in Kankakee, Illinois, that he is going to try to provide more funds to assist farmers. He said it's all about helping farmers feed the world, given the Russian-Ukraine's impact on the global food supply. Biden announced yesterday that he is going to significantly increase the amount of money that they are putting aside for increasing domestic fertilizer production, going up to $500 million. And they are also going to try to help farmers cut costs by increasing technical assistance for technology-driven precision agriculture and other nutrient management tools. Like I said, right after he made that announcement, our commodities spiked. Now, in overnight electronic trade, just the opposite direction. Right now, December corn's unchanged at 735. November beans down 12, currently at 1460. July wheat's down three at 1109. Barrel cheese on Wednesday gained five and a half, 239 and a half. 40 pound block cheese was up four and a half at 230 and three quarters. Double A butter on Wednesday, two and a half cents higher, 263 and a half per pound. Right now, June milk is up six, 2387 100 weight. July milk's up 17, 2395 100 weight. All Things Dairy coming up next when Zach Bowers from Everag joins us as our special guest. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. We give you the tools, knowledge, and income so you can take your career however far you want to take it. I'm Wynn Davies. W.E. Davies and Sundra Modeling is now hiring carpenters, lead carpenters, boycott a stale career. We want you to take on a fresh perspective to your path in life. We're a local family business offering services from handyman fixes to living space upgrades. You could be your next team player to deliver stunning, transformative results. Visit wedaviesremodeling.com. Because of you, someone gets to stay home in familiar surroundings. Because of you, there will always be a friendly smile. Because you are the bright star in someone's life. Bright Star Home Care is looking for caregivers and nurses. Bright Star believes working one-on-one with clients in their homes means better care. It's the reason you got into healthcare in the first place. Be the bright star in someone's life. Work with Bright Star. Apply today at brightstarjobs.com. Whenever you make a major purchase, there's always that little voice in your head asking questions like, are you sure? Is this the right one for me? Bergstrom Automotive turns the what ifs into why not with the seven day buyback guarantee. That's one full week to get to know your vehicle. Is it as large as you anticipated? Maybe you want more power in heavy traffic. Maybe you find out the neighbors just bought the same make, model and color that you just purchased. Whatever the reason, at Bergstrom. If you don't love it, simply bring it back. Not every dealership offers a seven-day buyback guarantee. Then again, Bergstrom Automotive isn't an ordinary dealership. Bergstrom believes you shouldn't have to listen to that little voice that questions your buying decision. They just want you to feel giddy with freedom, just like you did when you bought your very first one. Love it or bring it back at Bergstrom Automotive. Join the Hang on to your tractors. Here's another update. 
This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. Uh, yeah, on a Thursday morning, it's going to be hot and sticky today. Take care of yourselves. Take care of your critters. Uh, we are going to tie a knot and hang on until we get at least through Friday. Joining us this morning to get us started with all things dairy, Zach Bowers with EverAg. He's in Chicago this morning, but I'll tell you what, our eye is trained on what's happening in the world around us when it comes to dairy. And it does seem like everything is kind of factoring in on dairy. Uh, Zach, yesterday, President Biden was in Kankakee, not too far from you, talking about what they want to try to do to make sure that farmers can keep feeding the world. You know, dairy, dairy is being influenced by an awful lot of things outside of its control. It sure is, Pam. Thanks for having me this morning. Um, you know, the dairy markets, I mean, volatility continues to be the name of the game. Uh, that's for sure. It's uh, not a market for the weak stomach uh, when you got 75 lower followed by 40 higher days. Uh, but really, I mean, as far as news front goes this week, uh, it's a pretty quiet li- week. Last week, we had some USDA reports. Next week, we're going to get some USDA reports. Uh, but this week, there's really nothing nothing to track. Uh, but when you come in on a Monday morning uh, and you got the stock market down 500 points, you got the grain market down, uh, you got beans down 40, you got corn down 20, you got oil down five bucks. Uh, you're going to see dairy falls suit with that, right? I mean, from from a buyer perspective in the dairy market, when you see what feels like the whole world crashing around you, even though you might need to buy product, you might say, hey, let's step back for a couple of days, see if we can get these prices down a little bit. Uh, it's going to follow suit. And, and on the flip side, the sellers are going to are going to panic a little bit also, right? So um, you just continue to see these aggressive moves around us, uh, which is 100% impacting uh, what's going on in, in the dairy market as well. Um, and, and one of the biggest outside factors, I think, across the board in every sector right now is the Chinese lockdowns, right? Um, you, you know, you still see Beijing, Shanghai, uh, along with millions of other people across China uh, in lockdowns. Uh, which is not only affecting the dairy sector, but it's affecting every sector, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, their demand, they're one of the biggest demand countries in the world, right? Uh, especially from a dairy perspective. We saw that hit New Zealand hard last week in their GDT auction when they were down uh, about 10%. We'll see next week, Tuesday, there's going to be another GDT auction. Uh, so you're going to want to keep your eyes peeled on that, see if they are starting to come back or not. Uh, there has not been you know, a lot of movement out of them if they're going to lift restrictions just yet. Uh, but if they do, I, I think that could be a much needed support uh, and uh, safety line for, you know, dairy products across the world, really. Uh, and, and we can kind of take a little bit of a sigh of relief if we see them step back in the market and start buying again. They do have an unresolved issue that's making headlines all over, though, Zach Bowers, along with us from Everegg, and that's relative to infant formula. That's a major item that a lot of people in China depend on. Uh, that's still an evolving story. Yeah, that's, uh, that's kind of been the number one news report uh, for dairy across the country, I think, is talking about the shortage of uh, infant formula uh, across the shelves here. And a lot of that actually is being driven by a major, major recall out of a company named Abbott in uh, in Michigan. You know, so they had to pull a huge recall due to uh, a bacteria factor, um, and you can't just create new uh, processing capacity overnight. You know, something we learned in COVID as supply chain shifted and demand shifted. Right, even though demand for 
for cheese was through the roof, uh, we still had milk dumping in places because you just can't create new processing capacity. So one, you've got this big recall um, on infant formula. And two, it's it's very hard due to our import laws to import um, import in infant formula. So which is designed to protect the U.S. dairymen to create demand for the U.S. dairy product. Uh, but in a time like this, it makes it makes shortages uh, possible. So I think in due time, once they kind of get that bacteria situation figured out, uh, we'll be able to, to restock the shelves there with infant formula. Um, but from a dairy price side, you know, that's that's just going to be all the more demand for a powder for a class four product, which uh, whenever class four products are in demand, that's good for the Wisconsin dairyman because it's pulling milk out of the cheese vat, uh, which is only going to create less cheese and higher cheese prices. Yeah, right. Zach Bowers along with us, one of the broker analysts with EverAg. We're talking a little bit about the world influence on what's happening with dairy. And now we've got this major spike as far as heat is concerned, Zach. You've got to believe that this could be another ripple coming, not just as far as milk production, but reproduction. Yeah, no, I I think you're definitely going to see a little bit of loss in milk across the U.S. as we're seeing some heat finally start stepping in. Uh, cows aren't going to be making as much milk. Uh, and yeah, we're, we'll see how this affects us down the line. Um, in a market where we're already tight on heifers, already tight on cows, um, if, if we can't continue to fill that pipeline in the future, it's only going to make it harder for the, the U.S. dairy milk production to grow uh, out into the future. Yeah, I gotcha. You're not hearing anything from your boys out in California about the water situation, are you? Oh, I mean, it doesn't get any better there any day. Uh, you know, every day is drier. They didn't get the snowpack that they wanted uh, in in early January, February. So it's it's only going to continue to be an issue out there. Uh, New Mexico, same thing. Texas, uh, they're having issues as well, too, with, with their amount of water uh, and how they're going to go about planting their crop this year uh, if they don't have the groundwater uh, to support it. So water, major, major issue in that southwest region where – where we're seeing a lot of cows leave the herd. Yeah. Um, and, and I think we're going to continue to see that trend as, you know, you just you just can't make a pencil when you have uh, when you don't have the water. Yeah, good deal. All right, buddy, appreciate the update, Zach. Uh, have a good day. Hopefully, is it supposed to be 90 in Chicago, too? A little bit cooler than that, but we're going to be we're going to be close. <laughs> All <laughs> right. Well, get her ready, buddy, and have a good day. We'll catch up right. with you again soon. Th- thanks again, Zach. Good. Yeah. Zach, you, yep, Zach Bowers along with us live this morning on a Thursday. Like we said, uh, you can't deny the weather's influence on what's happening in dairy, but more importantly, take a look at what's happening around the world, and that is as much an influence on what's happening with dairy. Zach Bowers with EverAg. Remember, you can find those folks online, ever.ag, E-V-E-R dot A-G.